Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. You are listening to Bike Tech, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. We're on the line with Road Bike Action Magazine's Neil Shirley. Neil, it's always a pleasure. Hi, George. So you are back from Belgian Waffle Ride Survival Camp. I know that's a tough ride, but what was the camp like? Well, the camp was just to get people prepared for what what they'll face during the Belgian Waffle Ride. And... Also, there are some people out there that won't even be doing the Belgian Waffle Ride, and they're just looking for an opportunity to get out to San Diego and um, get in some warm, warm weather riding. So tell us a little bit about the ride itself. It's going into its fifth year, and you've done every edition of it so far? Yeah. Um, so it started, um, Michael Marks, who's the founder, he... Uh, he, at the time, he was uh, president of Spy Optics, and he wanted to put on a ride that really encompassed a lot of the same elements that, like, a, a European classic has. So, like, a Tour of Flanders, you know, short, super steep, punchy hills, uh, Roubaix, just really rough terrain. So the Belgian Waffle Ride is kind of his iteration of, of all that, and it's incredibly long. This 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 year, the fifth year, it'll be 144 miles, probably around 11,000 feet of climbing, all and mostly coming from, you know, shorter shorter climbs. And also in that 144 miles, uh, 40 miles of it will be on dirt. And it's a lot of the dirt. There's some some relatively smooth um, dirt roads, but a lot of it is actually mountain bike, single track, and trails that a mountain bike would be the best use, but you also have a hundred miles of road. So you really, um, you have to think about the best equipment to, uh, to use out there. Which kind of leads us into bike tech. What are some ideas for, uh, bicycles that you have with this? Well, it, it really, uh, it's, it's really interesting. And I get a lot of questions about it every year, what the ideal setup is. And the ideal setup for me could be entirely different than the ideal setup from, for someone else. So I, I've i won the event um, two times. And so I, I go in with, I'm looking for the outright fastest, most efficient setup for the entire course. So that means that my, my setup is typically a, a road bike with uh, 28 millimeter wide tires, um, disc 
usually disc brakes if I can get a bike with disc brakes. Um, and so for the dirt sections, it's it's about the, you know, it's a, it's a very minimal setup um, so that it, it I don't lose too much time on the road sections. But someone else that is maybe just trying to survive and get through the distance and is maybe not quite so sure of themselves on the dirt, then it then I'd recommend going with you know maybe a 30 or 32 millimeter wide tire, um, maybe a, a cross bike so that they just have um, just a little more security in the dirt. Um, and I always typically use or I, I use um, road pedals and shoes because there isn't there shouldn't be you know, much time off the bike. But someone else that might you know, not like the technical aspects of some of the dirt sections, they might want to use a mountain bike pedal and shoe. So your setup sounds fast, but possibly not the most comfortable. <laughs> Definitely not the most comfortable. I mean, there's there's some good washboard sections. There's some rocky sections in the dirt. Um, but overall, you, uh, I, I always... It have to be a little more conservative on the dirt because the last thing I want to do is have a flat tire. That'll definitely ruin the day and get you dropped from the lead group. Um, so really, for me, it's about getting through the dirt sections without ruining ruining my race. And then, it, for the most part, it's one on the you know on the climbing. Most of the, most of the big climbs are on the pavement. Um, and that, that's really where, that's really where the race is made, but you can easily lose it in the dirt. So that's why you did the Taiwan ride. You were actually using that for training for the Belgian waffle. Exactly. <laughs> so how has the ride changed, uh, from its inception? So I think the first year it was a, it was an invite only ride and, I don't think anyone had any idea how how much interest there would be for an event like this. You know, there, there's there's plenty of gravel events now, um, but this this is different in the fact that it's very much a road event. Just has dirt segments added to it. So, you know, like I like I already said, a road bike is typically the the ideal setup. Um, so so that first year, there were I think 400 riders that were invited and allowed to start. And then each year since then, it there's more and more riders. And, and the event fills up quickly now. There's over a 1,000 riders that are let in for this year, and I believe it's just um, entries. Um, registration opened this past Friday, and I, I believe it's already very close to filling up. Uh, but also Michael Marks tries to make each edition harder and harder. The problem is you start getting to a point where, you you know, when it's already 140 miles and a ton of climbing, you know, you uh, you have to be careful how hard you make it. Um, but last year they added a shorter route, um, the wafer route, which is about half the distance. And so that was a really popular option for people to, to get out there and, and get a feel for it. Because um, I mean, even for me, 144 miles is is very intimidating. So tell us a little bit more about the survival camp. It was four days. What did you all do? Um, were you camped together? Were you? How did that work? 
so Source Endurance um, put on the survival camp, and they partnered with the Belgian Waffle Ride. So there were um, four of us as ride leaders out there, and um, over uh, Saturday and Sunday, we rode the the entire course broken up over the two days just so that everyone had a, a chance to see all the sections of the course and and then also get a little bit of, um, you know, get the confidence going through some of the tough sections. And it gave us, us ride leaders, an opportunity to, to give uh, tips um, for people that maybe haven't, you know, explored riding dirt on their road bike before. And it's it's obviously very different than riding a mountain bike on dirt. Um, and so just getting people comfortable in that situation and allowing, you know, giving them the tools to work, you know, to uh, to prepare. And hopefully when, you know, when uh, BWR comes around April 24th, they're, they're ready to uh, to tackle the whole thing. That's interesting because I spoke with Michael a lot last year before the Belgian Waffle Ride, and he didn't have the course nailed down for quite some time. In fact, it was very near the start. Um, is he keeping it the same? Sounds like it's already done. Um, it, it is mostly done. I, I believe a few of the permits are coming through, but Friday night, uh, Michael Marks announced the the route. So we were the first ones to get to hear the route. Um, and go out there, and it, it's really it's it's a wonder. I think the best route, and you know, that that they've put together, it, it really uses a lot of the best sections of um, all four previous years. So it, it's going to be it's going to be a, it's going to be a great race. It's going to be very very challenging. I would say the, the hardest one yet. Um, but it was, it was really nice being out there with, with, uh, the, the campers, um, everyone did stay in, in separate, um, hotels, but then we'd meet each morning, have a talk about the day and what we were getting into the, the sections and how we were going to tackle each, each of them. And then, you know, we'd get through a section, we'd stop, regroup, talk about it, maybe talk about the best lines. And, and, of course, tire pressure and all that stuff all, all comes up. So I, I would say it was a really informative informative time for all of us. I do want to talk a little about tires, but uh, as you've been talking, one of the bicycles that you've reviewed at Road Bike Action Magazine comes to mind. That's the Cannondale Slate. That almost sounds like it'd be ideal for this. Yeah, the Slate, uh, the slate is a good option, especially for someone that, might not be so confident in the dirt. Um, two years ago, when I won the event, I was on a Cannondale Synapse, which is more of their just endurance geometry bike with disc brakes, and I ran 28-millimeter tires. And, and for me, it was really well-suited for the, for the course. And what are your goals this year? Um, I, I was uh, I was Last year... I was coming off of a broken collarbone um, during the winter and had a had a pretty tough preparation leading into the event, so I didn't have uh, a very you know result I was happy with. So this year I, I want to get back and you know try and make it three wins out there, and you know that that would be an ideal day. Uh, but you know even you know bigger picture than that, get through there safe, make sure I have a good time, and. I'm still uh, still really aiming for um, 
some other big goals in the summer. So it's really, it's a really first, um, for me, it's, it's, it's a good spring goal to kind of help me launch into some of my summer stuff. Now, is this one of the first times you have to wear your unofficial rainbow stripes? Uh, yeah, that, that would be, uh, that'd be a, a good place. Although it's not a technically a, uh, a gravel race. So I, I don't know if the unofficial, uh, commission would, would get mad at me. <laughs> well, couldn't you trade jerseys from asphalt to when you get on gravel? <laughs> That's a good idea. I like that idea. <laughs> Now, i got to ask you a question about Michael Marks. I mean, very active. He's a great racer himself. Does he get out there and participate at the Belgian Waffle Ride? Oh, yes. Michael Marks, he's, you know, he's been out there every single year, you know, some years injured. But, you know, he started, I think, you know, the Belgian Waffle Ride was his brainchild because he wanted to go out and punish himself on some of these events. (laughs) And so he's he's always out there, um, leading the charge. And, uh, so he leads by example. So Neil, in wrapping up, what's the uh, latest edition of road bike action magazine about? Uh, so I, right now on the newsstands, uh, should be the February issue. And that's, that's an issue that we, uh, we had a nice adventure section in that. And, uh, that was three different, three different articles in there that, I, I was I was really excited about one was my trip to uh, to Taiwan um, and it talks about the Taiwan KOM which we've already discussed on the show and then there was another one um, Zap had a a, a week long tour in um, Tuscany that uh, there's it's a it's a great story um, awesome photos to go along with it and uh, obviously Italy is is kind of the the place to be especially Tuscany, um, the riding there is phenomenal, and the food and the wine, and <laughs> it's a wonderful time. And then there was a there was another article that was a really fun read by uh, you know, two domestic pro racers for the the Safeway team, and they did a bike packing trip from Bend down to Santa Barbara, and so it's kind of their their uh, first person travels. Um, and it was, uh, it was very well written and just an enjoyable read and a, a different side than you would expect to see from, uh, from a pro racer. And Neil, what's your website? It is www.roadbikeaction.com. Neil Shirley. Thanks very much for joining us. Hope to see you at the Belgian waffle ride. Thank you, George. You've been listening to Road Bike Action Magazine's Bike Tech with editor Neil Shirley. Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 